You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your girl Yazzie Speaks on another episode of Millennial Minds. This evening, we have Mr. Julian Griffith. He is an actor, singer, songwriter, and entrepreneur. Hi, Julian. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Oh, yes. It is a pleasure. It is a pleasure and an honor. Thanks for being here with us on Millennial Minds. Absolutely. So tell us, tell us where you're from and who you are and and share some of your your background story with us. Well, I am from uh, Chicago, Illinois. I grew up in a uh, west suburb right outside of Chicago, um, raised by a single mom, school teacher, retired now. I'm an identical twin. Uh, Yes, I have somebody that looks exactly like me. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) did you guys ever do that thing in school like where yeah oh we did it in seventh grade did it work in the same class no they uh she couldn't tell the difference so it wasn't even fun so we just switched back (laughs) (laughs) well that was the point right yeah yeah we wanted her to be confused but we thought somebody would have caught on you know by then nobody did so we just switched back (laughs) oh wow who came yeah. out first? Um, I am. Uh, I did. I am older by three minutes. Only three minutes? Wow. Yeah, I'll be telling people, they'll be like, three minutes? That's not a long time. I was like, try holding your breath for three minutes. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yep. From Chicago, Illinois. Uh, uh, with plenty of uh, hidden, well, not hidden talent, but uh, I was just fortunate enough and blessed uh, to have many different gifts provided for me. Yes, you um, do. That, that's that's my location in in my my personal life. That's you are extremely guess. humble because yeah. you left out a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's... we can get into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I appreciate the you know short and sweet. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you said you grew up outside of Chicago, Illinois. Yes, um, in Bellwood, Illinois. Um, it's. It's right, literally right next door to Chicago. I, but I, I was in Chicago so much with my mom being a teacher there, and I attended school in Chicago as well, in that suburban and uh, city uh, schools. I see, I see. And where are you now? Where are you located now? I am in the south suburbs of <laughs> Chicago. I don't, I don't want to live in Chicago. I don't want to live in the city. It's too, too much going on. Uh, I like the quiet, peace and quiet in the suburbs. So. I see, I see. Um, so yeah, I'm out here. I see, I see. Okay, and you're an up and coming mega star celebrity. Yeah. Um, tell yeah. us what it is that you're uh, that you're doing now. Um, well, right now, as far as the the artist side of me, I just recently my episode of uh, Proven Innocent that comes on Fox, Ooh. the new show on Fox. Congratulations! Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I play Officer Jones on there. Uh, as of right now, for this season, I have, you know, one episode, but since it's a pilot, as long as the ratings are high, we never know what can happen, right? Yes, uh, I, you know, outside of uh, Chicago PD, um, I'm recurring on there. It's just a matter of whenever I recur. Um, mm-hmm. Tran Heights, I have a short film coming out, and that should be out this month or next month, uh, so that you all can look out for that. And also, I am currently writing my own show. Mm. And yeah, it's called Ghetto Gospel, and we're in communication with uh, a couple of networks uh, right now who's going to pick exciting. it up. Exciting! 
sing ghetto yeah. gospel. Watch out, what? Yeah. Yes. That sounds like some crazy. green leaf stuff. <laughs> which I love, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, see, it's it's pretty much taking the uh, gospel stories from the Bible and putting them in modern day because I wanted to be able to relate to this generation and, and, and the older generation. Put a little twist on it. Nice. I like that. I like yeah. that. So I we're really doing that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And you also are a singer and a songwriter? Is that what I hear? Yeah. You're a basketball star? Like... Baseball, baseball. Oh, baseball, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, no it wasn't no. intentional. No. no, I got you. Yes. Um, you know, I have a song out called Don't Call Me. Um, I released it on New Year's Day. Wow. Uh, people always, you know, I wrote the song two years ago, but I actually uh, decided to record it last year. I wanted to show people that I'm versatile. And my ability, I didn't want to be limited. And so I just wanted to put it out there to see how people received it. And it's been received pretty well. Uh, you know, it's playing here in Chicago, playing in Atlanta, Washington, D.C., New York, really? Canada. It's playing on yeah. the air? Yes, yeah, a couple radio shows that's, that's got it going. Nice. Uh, you know, and we're trying to grow. I got invited on an international U.K. tour. And I had to turn it down, though, because I had just launched my business. So <laughs> I couldn't. And I got all, I got actually offered that tour um, the very first day I released the song. That's amazing! Yeah. Wow. So yeah. don't call me. Um, where can can people find it? Like on iTunes or Mac, oh, you can find Sound- it everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, you can find it on you can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, I believe it's on Pandora. It's on uh, Title, YouTube. You can go anywhere. Go on my social media. You can download. It. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There's so many things. There's so many things. Um, uh, so many experience, rich experiences that you've had. Um, yes. at such at such a young age. Um, uh, how old are you? Twenty. I will actually be twenty nine next Thursday. Next Thursday. Happy birthday, next Julian. Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. So you are a millennial, and you are a millennial mind. Yes, I'm a millennial. I'm, <laughs> I'm an old-school millennial. Though. I know that's right. Yeah, old soul. Old, young, yeah. young, young in, in physical and young spirit, but old soul. I know that's right. Yes. Absolutely. So to, I, I'm interested. I mean, there's so many, there's so many questions that I have, and I know that you know, um, you know, our listeners have so many questions as well. Um, so you grew up on the outskirts of Chicago, and you went to school in Chicago, and your mother, you said, single parent, um, school yeah. school teacher. Um, so I'm curious. Yeah. Let's start here. How did you get into like? How did you get into acting? Um, my mother got me into acting at three years old. She got my brother and I both. We caught the chicken pox at the same time, Ooh, coincidentally. Yikes. Twins catching the chicken pox on the same day. Ooh. So <laughs> we caught it on the same day. She stayed home one day. People used to tell her and come up to her all the time in public and say, you know, your twins need to be in movies. They need to be on TV, you know. And so one day she started submitting us for agent and um, we got one. Uh, prior to getting my first role as a kid, uh, I was doing print ad modeling, so I was one of those kids that you would see in your school books holding clocks in the math book and stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> so I was over there holding clocks and telling time, and so y'all probably came across me in some of your school books uh, in the 90s. That uh, <laughs> is cool, yo. That is so dope. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I did that, and then... You came uh, out the uh, womb winning. 
Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> my mom was my mom was driven and ambitious. That so, is so beautiful. So she definitely got that going for us. And then, like, in ten years old was when I got hardball, and that was uh, a testimony in itself. Mm. Well, tell us a little bit about that. How did that happen, or or you know what what led to okay. that? It was an open call, like an open casting call on the radio. Oh. I had an agent and everything at that time, and they hadn't gotten me an audition for that. But my mother's friend called her and was like, you know, they're they're having auditions uh, for black baseball players in Chicago for this movie with Keanu Reeves, and they're looking for baseball uh, black boys who can play baseball to be on the team. So I'm like, you know, I just started playing baseball at seven years old. Mm. And uh, so this is two years uh, into my baseball career. And so, yes, people, I did play baseball before the movie because everybody played. So did you start playing baseball at PBR? I'm like, no, I was a baseball player first. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't because of the movie. Um, <laughs> but but um, I, uh, I just, I went down to the audition. They were having it at the mall. It was 10,000 kids. They were having casting calls in New York, L.A., and Chicago, I believe. Mm-hmm. And... I'm just thinking, like, you know, we, we might be able to be on one of the teams to play baseball on the movie. You know, that's how we were thinking. Like, I wasn't thinking, you know, anything bigger than, you know, what I had gotten. And um, I went there. I was a very shy kid. So everything you saw in the movie, that was me in real life. So mm-hmm. it was, like, perfectly fit for me. Wow. <laughs> um, but um, I had asthma in real life. And, of course, I was overweight. So <laughs> I was mm-hmm. a little chubby kid. So... Um, me too, me too. It's all good. Hey, so yeah. you understand. So you understand. Fluffy love, fluffy love. <laughs> yeah. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. Now. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, long story short, I, I went there and I just treated it like any other audition process. You know, you go in, you read, and I'm like, oh, they're going to tell us, you know, oh, we'll be in touch, you know, and <laughs> probably never hear from them. Mm. So this particular time, though, um, I go in there and I read, and they were like, can you wait here? And I'm like, mm, wait here? What you? Well, what's this? You know, and uh, they were like, can you, we want you to uh, work with this acting coach here. And he was like, this is so-and-so. Um, he's going to work with you on these lines. And I, we want you to look at yourself in the mirror. Mm. And so you can see your facial expressions when you do it. And then we want you to come back in and read it. So I worked with the acting coach. Wow, they must have, they really liked you, the fact that they wanted yeah. you to come back. And wow. Yeah, but see, the thing was, I was like, I didn't think anything of it because um, I noticed that sometimes they might have given some other kids assistance as well because it was a big casting call and you're you're asking for kids with no acting experience, pretty much, little to none. You were you were accepting of it, so um, I read it and they were like, okay, you know, usual spill, we'll be in touch. Um, long story short, I had like seven auditions, four callbacks, and um, the very last one, like I said, I was very shy. I didn't even want to go into my last audition. And my mom bribed me to get into that audition because I was like, I'm not going. I was like, all the people, they they just stare, and stare at you in the room and no one says anything. And, you know, I'm like, I don't want to go. I'm you not, were nervous? I, mean, I, was not, I, was, I was very shy. Like, I was a very shy kid, Aww. you know. So I'm like, I don't want to go. And you know, mind you, I've been on six auditions for this movie already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go. So my mom was like, you know, she called my dad. My dad was on the road. He was a truck driver. Mm-hmm. He's like, going to audition. I'm like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> so uh, what, what changed your mind? 
my mom bribed me back then with Pokemon cards. Oh. They were very popular. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember those. That was yeah. the whole thing, and the kids yeah. still do them now. Yeah, they still, but they don't do them like us. They don't. No, do no, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. So not even, we, not even close. Not even, and we used to play hood Pokemon. We used to battle your card. If I beat your card, I get the card. So we used to play it different. You <laughs> didn't get to keep the card. Nice, but, nice. But um, yeah, no. She grabbed me. She said, "I'll give you twenty dollars if you go in this audition." And my brother pokes his head out the side of our. Uh, and was like, Julian, do you know how many Pokemon cards we can get for twenty dollars? <laughs> <laughs> so when he put it in that perspective, I was like, alright, I'm gonna go in and just <laughs> I like it. And so uh, yeah, I went in, uh did the audition. My mom pep talked me up a little bit. And this like, is when you were going back, right? Yes, this was when I was going back. This was the very last audition I had. It was like number seven. And um there was another chubby kid in there, and she's like pep talking to me. My mom was like, "You gonna let the other fat boy beat you up in this room?" I'm like, "No," you know. Like, <laughs> she pep talking me, like she gave me a good motivational speech. <laughs> so I'm like, "He gonna beat the other chubby kid?" She's like, "You gonna let that fat boy beat you up in that room?" I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna let him beat me." <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I, I go in, I read, um, and they were like, "Hey." We want we all we want to take a group picture. She was like, "This is different. They never taken a group picture." And next thing you know, they took our picture. Probably a, a couple weeks later, I get a call on a Saturday morning. My mom woke me up, and it was a cash director saying, "I got the role." Mm. So, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Wow. And how long did it take to uh, when you were working on that project? Uh, three or four months. Okay. Uh, it started in the summer and. It went into the school year a little bit. The good thing about being a kid and acting is if you sit on the school year, you get tutored on set, so you don't have to go to school oh. in the formal classroom. So I went to school every Monday to get my homework, but I was on set with the uh, tutor, and we would complete our homework. And we still had to go to school. We just didn't have to go to our school. I see. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so was that your was that your first movie as a, yes. as a child? That was my first acting role ever. Mm. And then what, like, did you find that you really enjoyed acting? Like, what made you continue to... Um, I Oh, I loved it. Um, I wanted to... I'm like, Mom, let's move to L.A. I was like, quit your job. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting all these different auditions. And I'm like, Mom, let's strike the iron while the kettle's hot. I'm like, let's move to L.A. I and I, I'm like 13 years old. Like, I'm like, come on. And uh, she was like, no, it's not that simple. You know, um, we got to make it, uh, we got to be able to make sure we're financially together in order to make that type of jump. And so I actually walked away from acting. I took a, I, I took a break, a long break. I had, I made a deal with my mother at 13 years old after I asked to move to LA. Mm-hmm. She wanted us to have a normal child. And so she said, I need you to at least finish high school. And you can ch- decide whether or not you want to either go to college or pursue acting. She was like, but I need you to at least finish high school. Mm. So that was the deal I made with my mom. So people ask, like, what happened and where is you going? It's like, you know, I made a deal. Um, I, I, I decided to have that normal childhood. And I'm actually blessed that that actually happened because my mom made sure that we were able to 
we know our humble beginnings and know what no means, unlike mm-hmm. a lot of these child stars, you know, these days, and, 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 and know where you came from and have your morals and everything and stay grounded, you know? Right. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I walked away from acting at 13 years old, and I didn't come back in until college. I was still going on auditions and everything, but um, <clears throat> it wasn't. I wasn't pursuing it at the capacity that I wanted to. I understand. So you started yeah. back pursuing acting while in college. Yes. Well, how, now, college. How, oh wow, that you were a busy somebody, and you were playing, yeah. and you were playing baseball yes. too. I, I, I decided to pursue baseball um, during my high school career. Got a baseball scholarship to uh, college outside mm-hmm. of my academics, and so yeah, that was my that was my focus uh, at that time. I'm really glad mm-hmm. you decided to go to college. Me too. <laughs> wow, and I see you. Um, you graduated. It's you were the first black man. And yeah. how do you pronounce your college? Calmet. Uh, how you met College of Saint Joseph. How you met College of Saint Joseph mm-hmm. to graduate from from the education program with an elementary education degree with a yeah. science endorsement for secondary education. Whoa! Yeah. Did you yeah. are do you want to be a teacher? I had the the aspirations of being a teacher <laughs> it was option c for me i see it, it was uh it was it always went baseball acting and then teaching because i knew there were always teaching positions and i knew that i was i worked well with kids i grew up around it because of my mom so i was really good at it mm-hmm. and so um i always knew that they're always looking for black men yes. in the classroom so and that's what i wanted so I always kept that in my back pocket. Um, so that was my initial major coming into college. I didn't just abruptly switch to me. It was that was I did go into education right away. Wow, you're so wise. That is amazing. You had I hope you all are hearing this. Julian had a plan A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I just think that's phenomenal. This yeah, is amazing. You gotta, you, you gotta have that 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 option that was planned because it's you never know what can happen. Life happens, and, and I had one. I had some of those experiences where life happens. <laughs> yes, that's true. You, that's you. true. So I'm curious, um, with all of the wonderful projects that you've done and that you have coming up, and of course those in the mm-hmm. future, I'm kind of surprised that you're not living in Atlanta or LA. Yeah, I've been wanting to move to LA um, for a few years now, but. Um, so, I don't know. It must be God just like saying not yet, not yet. Um, because you know, after college, I ended up playing pro baseball after college. So um, that was my focus uh, outside of acting. Three contracts professionally, um, battled injuries, and that's why it was a great thing that I did have those mm-hmm. backup uh, plans. You know, with the teaching degree and um, acting because. I was able to fall back on it, and I became a baseball and softball instructor. And then four years later, which would be this year in January, I launched my official business as a traveling sports uh, trainer in baseball and softball. So Say that again, said, as a traveling? A tra- I'm a traveling sports trainer. Traveling so I travel sports trainer. Wow. Yes. yes. That's amazing. So and you could probably also even do that for movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't mind doing that, being a little acting coach. 
That is amazing. I was watching a um I was watching a documentary series on Netflix uh not too long ago called Losers and it's about um each each episode is about these um uh folks in different sports um yeah. who became really popular but you know either they lost or they you know they sort of had some challenge that they faced in their lives. And yeah. they they didn't become, you know, the Kobe Bryant or the Michael <laughs> Jordan of their sport um, even, it, because like they weren't given the recognition they deserved or somebody did something to undercut them or they had an injury. Right. right. And right. I, I love, you know, there was a gentleman, he was a former boxer. I can't remember his name at the moment, but he um, he he never really wanted to be a boxer. It was because his father wanted him to be a boxer and he became so uber successful. um, But he just didn't really want to do that. He wanted to be an actor. And what happened was he ended up becoming a trainer uh, for a lot of boxing movies. And they showed him like behind the scenes. So I just I think that, you know, what's so cool and you might even end up, you know, acting and being in the role of a teacher. I think all of these experiences, you know, are are probably going to help influence your, you know, music and your acting career. So I just I just I, I mean, I'm, I'm just so amazed and I'm excited to where 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 you're headed. So tell us about some of the um what you've got coming up. So you have a new show on Fox, right? Yes, um, Proven Innocent is on Fox, uh, eight, uh, 8 p.m. Central Time, I think 9 p.m. Eastern Time, but you can just check your local listings for it. Um, my episode is episode five. Uh, get the ratings high so that way they renew it for season two. Now, how do people the get the ratings back. high? That's They have to watch it and tune in, just right? Watch, just watch it, yep. Okay. On demand, watch it, stream it online, have you need to do it, you know? Get somebody antenna and put a uh, put some foil on it. And <laughs> 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 do people even still have antennas anymore? You know, one lady at one of the uh, baseball facilities I train out of, she was like, "I only have an antenna. I couldn't find it." I was like, "Everybody has Fox. <laughs> yeah, everybody has." You're right. Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. Yes. But she has, has an antenna. <laughs> oh wow! Dang. Yeah, I'm not gonna say her name. <laughs> yeah, don't put her out there. <laughs> we love her still, even with her yes. antennas. But um, so tell us, are there any other projects that are in the works for you, uh, in addition to you know the show that you're working on, writing and producing and talking with other networks? Are there any other projects that you have coming up? Um, yeah, uh, I definitely plan on releasing a couple more singles. Um, possibly an EP in 2020. Uh, people keep asking me, if I, am I going to release an album? Uh, I want to release a couple more songs, get it out there. Um, as my business continues to flourish, it gives me that uh, free time to be able to pursue my acting and my music uh, much more fluently like I want to. Yeah, you know, right now it's just very busy when you're running a business and you got everything else going and the business is fairly new. So right now I've been actually booking a lot of, you know, leagues in around the country and, and in the Midwest to train their big baseball and softball teams. And so right now that has been the focus 
for me outside of the acting. Um, I'm I'm in works with another TV pilot. Um, I can't say the title of mm-hmm. them, but um, it's supposed to be regarding the games in Chicago. I'll tell you that the, uh, what I can say is some of the um, actual leaders of the games are uh, affiliated with the the pilot, so they're actually connected with it. Uh, so we, you will get real accounts and you know testaments from the actual people wow. um, for this pilot. But um, nice. <clears throat> it's been in works for like two years right now, and it's like it, it, it's ready to start up, and then it'll stop. And then it's ready, you know. So it, I think it's some, I think it's some legal issues or actions that need to be taken first. But we're in communication with that, and we are also. Um, in communication with a, another couple films that I'm supposed to do, uh, you know, just the, the the contract and the money has to be there. I understand. I totally <laughs> get it. Julie. I don't want to free anymore. Listen, no, <laughs> no, you got you got cred. You know, yeah. you are experienced. You are worth it and valuable. So I totally get it. I get Absolutely. it, and I'm excited. I'm. I can't wait. I am definitely gonna listen to Don't Call Me. <laughs> yeah, that's the mood. That's the mood all 2019. Everybody I love it. I love it. Yeah, trying to live a good life and um, you know, make a big impact and a positive difference. And yes. nobody has time for the negativity and the drama. They can take that somewhere else. Yeah, team is about favor and prosperity. So. Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. Well, on that note, Julian, tell us where we can find you on social media. You all can find me on Instagram at the Julian Griffith. Again, on Instagram at the Julian Griffith. On Twitter, it's the Julian Griff. They wouldn't let me put my full name, so it's G R I F L. So the Julian Griff. And then on Facebook, you can follow my fan page at Julian Griffith. Well, thanks for allowing us to have some of your time and for telling us about who you are and the amazing things that you're doing. And we really look forward to seeing, um, you know, your upcoming projects and your show, your pilot show uh, episode on Fox. And um, we look forward to just seeing how your career and all these different aspects uh, blossom and, and, and flow and you know, yeah. we're excited to see you more on TV and you oh, know, yeah. all social, all all media platforms and news interviews and mm-hmm. maybe Oprah's couch in the near future. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to tell you now, as long as I ain't going on there for no drama. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It would be very uplifting. You'll probably be uh, yeah. promoting your newest book by yeah, that, by like that, that time. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. BET yeah. Weekend, Image Awards. Uh, Essence Fest, Fest, Oscars. There you go. Yep, all of that good stuff. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Definitely, Julie. We have to bring you back so we can talk. We can talk deep. Definitely. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your Yazzie Speaks on Millennial Minds. Till next time, peace.